Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild Players. Lady Esther, Screen Guild play tonight, High Sierra. The starring players, this is Humphrey Bogart. This is Ida Lupino. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in a radio adaptation of Warner Brothers' success, High Sierra, from the original story by W.R. Burnett. It stars Humphrey Bogart as Roy Earl and Ida Lupino as Marie Garson. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in High Sierra. from a life term in prison to a mountain peak in the California Sierras. The first step on the journey was accomplished by Big Mac. Big Mac spent a lot of money arranging for Roy Earl's release from jail. As our story begins, Roy has come to Los Angeles to see Big Mac and return the favor. Mac, you're a sight for sore eyes, and thanks for springing me. Well, sure good to see you, Roy. <coughs> like old times. What's wrong, Mac? I don't know. Nothing sets well with me anymore. Doc says it's my past life catching up with me. <laughs> yeah, getting so I can't stand the smell of liquor. Yeah, you join me in a drink? <laughs> no, thanks. I never touch it. Yeah, good idea. Well, I imagine you want to know why I got you out of stir, Roy. Well, I, I was kind of wondering. Must be important, Mac. It is, Roy. 
It's a big job, and here's the setup. Ever hear of Tropical Springs? It's a resort town, richest little town in the world, they call it. The hotel there is some joint. Mendoza, uh, he's my inside man, the clerk, he says the hotel will be full in another week. There'll be plenty of rocks then, worth maybe half a million. Hey, that's quite a setup. You bet it is. You gotta be careful. <coughs> I, uh, I got a fellow named Joe Kramer flying out here from Chicago. He'll give you a hand if anything goes wrong. Joe Kramer? He used to be a copper. No, he's reformed. Don't worry, he's okay. A copper's always okay. Well, if it'll make you feel any better, take this letter. There's a telephone number on it and the name of a fence who will handle the stuff in case anything happens to me. Ah, you'll be okay, Mac. Just lay off that tiger juice. <laughs> sure. But uh, take the letter anyway. Okay. Now, you better get going, old-timer. Uh, drive to a place called Shaw's Camp on White Mountain, about 100 miles north of Barstow. Look for a guy named Red Hattery and his partner. The clerk Mendoza will phone you there when everything's ready. Okay, Mac. You don't have to worry about a thing. Roy Earl doesn't forget a favor. After this caper, you'll be the richest man this side of the Sierras. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm looking for a fellow named Hattery. He's staying up here. Him and another fella. Oh, yeah, they're all in cabin number 12. You the party that's expected? Yeah. Oh, well, right here is your cabin, number 11. Thanks. Looking for somebody, mister? Yeah, is Hattery here? Yeah. Red, babe. You royal? Yeah. Hello, Mr. Earl. Hattery? Yeah, gee, I'm sure glad to see you. Meet my pal, Babe Kozak. Hi, Mr. Earl. And, uh, this is Marie Garson. Hello. The color boy's got your cabin fixed up, Mr. Earl. We sort of figured you'd like to be... Yeah, thanks. You two beat it. I want to see Hattery for a minute. Okay by me. Come on, Marie. You, uh, don't like the idea of the dame, huh? Even guys like you ought to know better. Oh, Babe met her in a diamond in a dance joint in Los Angeles. She's strictly okay. Oh, it just sort of looks after things for us, you know. Well, give her some dough and send her back. Get her out of here tonight. Okay, okay. Anything you say. I just want you to know, Mr. Earl, that with you on the job, we feel we're in fast company. Gee, I sure heard a lot about you. One time when I was only a kid, I seen your pictures in the paper. Skip it. I... Just remember, get rid of that dame. Come in. Mr. Earl, can I see you for a moment? Yeah, what's on your mind? Well, I just had a talk with Red. Why do you want to send me away? I like it here. Uh, don't play dumb. No, I don't intend to. Well, I know it's coming off all right. I didn't get it from the boys either. Mendoza told me. He talks faster than a horse can trot, and all he does is brag. So you see, Mr. Earl, Mendoza's the one for you to worry about, not me. I'm not worrying about you. I'm worrying about them jitterbugs you got with you. They'll be throwing lead over you before long. Oh, I can handle them all right. Babe's tough, but he's afraid of Red, and, well, I can make Red think my way. <laughs> you got it all figured out, ain't you? Yeah, in a way. Well, uh, well, we'll let things ride for a few days and see how it works out. But if there's any rumpus, out you go. Oh, thanks, Mr. Earl. Mr. Earl, I... Well, what is it? Oh, nothing. Good night. 
Letting a dame get around me, I must be nuts. What's all the commotion? Morning, sir. It's me, Algernon. Oh, okay. Come in. Come on. Come back here, Paul. What's the matter with you? Oh, uh, the lady next door got your breakfast already, Mr. Earl. She thought I ought to maybe see if you were stirring around. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that's fine. Oh, well, get on there, Paul. Get on. What's the matter with you? Oh, uh, how do you like this dog, sir? Well, he gets a dog, ain't he? Oh, no, sir. He does all sorts of tricks. Uh, roll over there for the man, Paul. Hello, <laughs> boy. Ain't that trouble? Uh, you're, uh, you're kind of proud of your pooch, eh? Oh, uh, he ain't my dog, sir. He just kind of follows me around. Sometimes I get sort of worried about it, too. Why? Well, you see, as a part here, he used to belong to a woodcutter who stayed up here all the year round. Well, now, last winter, a snow slide come down, bam, right on this young man's house and killed him. But it didn't kill part, though. So another man, he saw Pod wandering around, kind of lonesome-like in the snow, and took him in. Boom! That man up and died with pneumonia just like that. A big strapping fella, too. So then Pod, he gets to hanging around the lodge. And doggone if the lady who owns the place don't come down with heart trouble. Just boom, bam! <laughs> okay, so what? What's all this got to do with me? Well, I'm just telling you about Pod in case you want him for your own dog. Morning, Mr. Earl. Algernon breaking your heart with a story about the mutt here? Oh, it's the Lord's truth, so this dog's got the evil eye. I tell you, put the hex on you for sure. <laughs> well, that'll that'll be my worry, eh, Pod? Hey, hey, how'd you like to be my dog? Okay, boy, okay. Looks like you got yourself a dog. <laughs> I wonder who that is. I'll get it. Hello? What? Oh, yeah, how are you? Yeah? Good. Midnight. Right, so long. Who was it? Mendoza. Everything set for tonight. The safe loaded with glass. Well, this is where we part company, kid. You get your stuff together and I'll run you over to Ballard's. You can catch the bus to L.A. Roy. Huh? Roy, remember when you were in stir? What kept you from going crazy? Thinking all the time about a crash out? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I've been trying to crash out all my life, too. You see, my old man used to get drunk a couple of times a week and kick us around. My old lady would just grin and bear it. But not me. I waited for my chance and beat it. I crashed out, too. Yeah, I got you. Well, then I came down to L.A. and got a job in a dime a dance joint. It was a living, but... Well, I got pretty sick of being pawed all the time. So when Babe came along, I crashed out again. I thought Babe was the right guy... I found out he was just the same as the guys in the dance hall. I guess I never really hooked up with any guys that wasn't wrong. So I had nothing to go by. Till I met you. Well, I... I guess I'll get ready. Marie. What's the matter, kid? Oh, Roy, I want to die. I'm no good. Nobody wants me. Please, Roy, don't take me back to Los Angeles. Let me stay. Oh, Roy, please. I want to be with oh, you. No, you don't. No, you don't. I I travel hard and fast, honey. Yeah, I know, but I've got to be with you. Please, Roy. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm probably a prize sap, but it's your funeral. Stick around if you want to, but just remember, it won't mean nothing to me. Nothing special, I mean. 
Oh, Roy, thanks. Yeah, yeah, now, sure. Go on, beat it. Go get Red and Babe and tell them to get ready. We got a date in Tropical Springs at midnight. the lights of Tropical Springs ahead, honey. We'll be there in a few minutes. Roy, I'm kind of frightened. Ah, everything will be all right. Now, listen, here's what happens. Red and Babe will park behind us, and we three will go in the hotel. Mendoza will have the door open so we don't have no trouble getting in. Now, you stay outside in the car with Todd and keep that motor running. If anybody comes along, just lay on that horn. Okay, Roy, but be careful. Yeah, sure. Oh, shot. Yeah, we got to blow and blow fast. So where's Pond? He's in the lumber seat. I was afraid to get lost when he started to blow. Gee, honey, you better step on it. Yeah. I saw the cop crossing the path. I blew the horn like you told me. Didn't you hear it? Anybody got there too quick, and I had to take care of him. Oh, Lord. I didn't kill him. Look at Babe up ahead, driving with our lights. He's crazy. Hey, what's he doing? The darn fools, they just turned off on the wrong road. Well, what are you going to do? I'm going after him. Don't worry about him. Worry about us. Lost their heads. Small timers for small jobs. This one was just too big. Boy, that car's on fire. Yeah, something smoke. Well, it's a break for us anyway. Them coppers will go to the fire. Well, I've done my share. That's all a guy can do. Go on. Yeah? Go I'm about ready to pass out. No fooling. Yeah, but wait a minute. Marie. famous band that tries to pull off biggest robbery in years, accompanied by a dog and a fainting woman. <laughs> I'm not only a sap, but a 14-carat sap. That's what I am. A 14-carat sap. has presented Act One of High Sierra, starring Ida Lupino and Humphrey Bogart. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But first, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. Sometimes you see a woman whose clothes seem smart, but who somehow looks out of date. Study her a moment and you'll usually find it's her makeup. She looks artificial, made up, the way girls looked back in the 20s. I wonder how many women realize that the difference between yesterday's powdery look and today's lovely, fresh naturalness is due to the difference in face powders. Oh, there's a big difference in powders. As one woman wrote who just changed to Lady Esther, I thought other women had fresher, smoother skin. Now I see mine can look just as smooth and attractive. I'm pleased as punch with my glamorous new Lady Esther face. Yes, it's a revelation to many women to see how flattering the right powder can be. But if you could see Lady Esther face powder made, you'd understand why it makes you look so fresh and radiant. My twin hurricane process blows the powder and color particles together with such tremendous force that they merge into a miracle of smoothness and evenness. 
Spread on your face, Lady Esther face powder looks not powdery like ordinary face powders, but like a delicate film of loveliness that clings and clings, that helps hide little lines and blemishes, that adds just the right tone to your skin. So many women have written me, I've never looked so lovely. Esther presents the second act of High Sierra, starring Humphrey Bogart as Roy Earl and Ida Lupino as Marie Garson. It's about noon, the day following the robbery at Tropical Springs. A blue roadster with a man, a woman, and a little white dog in it has just arrived in Los Angeles and pulls up in front of a cheap hotel. The man gets out of the car, chucks a shoebox under his arm, enters the hotel, tails it up a flight of stairs, and then... Come in. Hello, Earl. Who are you? I'm Kramer. Big Mac must have told you about me. Awful sick man, Big Mac is. Collapsed last night. He's asleep now. <laughs> I was just uh, reading the headlines. No, it's uh, tough about Babe and Red. Both counted, huh? Yeah. Mendoza got knocked cold, but he'll be all right. <laughs> Please think he was kidnapped. Uh, let's go show the stuff to Big Mac. May pip him up. That the uh, glass in the shoebox? Yeah, it sure is heavy. Wake up, boss. Earl's here. Clipped him for a half a million. Yeah, I sure come through for you, Mac. You didn't spring me for nothing. Hey. Hey, what's the matter with him? Mac. Mac, wake up. Wake up! This guy's dead. What? Yeah. Kicked off in his sleep, I guess. Poor Mac. Yeah, it's uh, not too bad. By the way, uh, what are you going to do with the stuff, Earl? Mac told me just what to do in case something like this come up. I guess he had a feeling he'd never make it. Look, Earl, don't be a sucker. Mac's dead and we're rich. I can get a fence to handle the stuff. Don't you get it? We're rich. Listen, Chisler, I'm still working for Mac, and so are you. I got instructions and I'm going to follow them. Mac told me to call this number and... All right, Earl. Hand over that shoebox. Give me any trouble and I'll fill you full of lead. I'd be reinstated and get a medal besides. Copper's always a copper. Well, what can I lose? Stuff's pretty hot at that. You're welcome to it. <laughs> now, that's smart talk. Here you are, Kramer. No, you don't, Earl. this stuff and lay low for a while. I have a line in a few tourist camps. Okay, Roy, but what about your shoulder? That'll be okay. Just get going. (laughs) 
That's you, Marie? Uh-huh. Feeling all right, honey? Yeah, sure. Ah, this is a life. You mean like this jumping around from one tourist camp to another? No, no. I was thinking how it was sitting out here on the porch in the moonlight. Nothing like mountain air. Got kind of a feel to it tonight, like back home. If I'd shut my eyes, it'd be a nice summer night in Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice, Roy. Just sitting here with you. I know you're all I got in the world. Gee, I'm sorry about flying off the handle at you sometimes. Oh, I like it. I mean, that's the way married people ought to act. My ma and pa fought like cats and dogs going on 40 years. I wouldn't give you two cents for a dame without a temper. Down part. Evening, folks. Here's the paper order, lady. Thanks. Both your cabins okay? Everything's fine. Tell me, is that uh, dog house broken? Yeah, sure he is. People ain't supposed to have dogs in the cabins, but if he's housebroken... Yeah, don't you worry. Well... Good night. Roy. Roy, I was thinking. Do you suppose there was anything to what Algernon said about Pod here being bad luck? Ah, that's malarkey. Well, maybe it isn't, maybe it isn't. No, how could a poor little dog be the cause of all our troubles? That's just plain dumb. Yeah, maybe, but I... Roy. Roy, listen to this headline. America's new... Public enemy number one, Roy Earl. And Dolter. Go on. Believe it or not, Earl is traveling with a woman who answers to the name of Marie and a little white dog who answers to the name of Pard. Oh, it must have been Mendoza. Yeah, he squawked. I should have taken care of him. Here, let me see that paper. How do you like that? Look at the name they hung on me. Mad Dog Earl. Damn newspaper rats. Roy, what are we going to do? Well, I... I gotta park you for a while. Oh, no, Roy. No, don't leave me. I'm scared. How do you think I'm gonna drag you with me and get you shot? Better when they hang that number one tag on you, they shoot first and argue afterwards. I know. Mad dog girl, how do you like that? And Mendoza sure spilled everything. They'll hang the Kramer killing on me if they get me. But they're not gonna get me. I've done all the time I'll ever do. I've seen them poor so and so's in the death cells. Not for me. What do you mean, Roy? I mean, they'll never take me. That's what I mean. Please, Roy, I wish you wouldn't. Listen, honey, this is no time for talking. Now, you get your things and let's get out of here. You can take the bus to Las Vegas. I'll meet you there. What about Pard? Get a big basket with a lid on it. We put Pard in it and you take him with you. Yeah, but Roy... Now, listen, I don't want to talk. We got to move and move fast. Okay, honey. Anything you say. I'll see you in Las Vegas. <laughs> There you are, mister. Full tank of gas and three quarts of oil. That'll be three forty-seven. That's not bad. But this time the party's on you, buddy. Huh? Yeah, what do you mean? Look here. If Don't you give me no you... trouble, you won't get hurt. Hand over the dough in that cash register. Right. Yes, sir. Don't get nervous with that gun, sir. I'll never get myself shot up over money. Here you are. Hey, Ed. Come take a look at this time. Keep the trap shut. Hand over the rest of that dough. Here you are. Everything but the pennies. Say, what goes here, Ed? Hey, where are you going, mister? Out of the way, brother. And a happy new year to you, buddy. Who is that guy, Ed? How does he get off? Let him go. He's a killer. That's Roy Earl. What? Then what are we waiting for? Give me that phone. Calling all cars. Calling all cars. Roy Earl, last seen driving Blue Roadster and heading for the Sierras. Watch all roads. That is all.
This is Sheriff O'Donnell. We've located Earl's car in Blue Jay Pass. Yeah, he's running the ditch. That's right, about 60 miles from Ballard. Calling all cars, calling all cars. Head for vicinity of Ballard. Earl barricaded on side of mountain near Blue Jay Pass. Has machine gun. Be careful. Shoot to kill. going to be trouble, Sheriff. We can't hold this crowd much longer. They all want to get a glimpse of Roy Earl. Uh, oh, go back there now. Go back. Go on, go on. Uh, it'll all be over pretty soon anyway, Ed. We've got a fellow from the ranger station climbing around in back of Earl. He has a rifle with a telescopic sight, and the first time Earl moves from behind that rock or stands up, bluey. Excuse me, please. Please, excuse me. Let hey, me you, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. Get behind that rope. Please, I just want to... Hey, just a minute, you. Just a minute. Say, haven't I seen you before, lady? No. No, I've never been around here before. Let go. That's funny. I never forget a face. Come on now, come on. What are you up to, sister? Nothing. Let go of my arm. You've got a little dog in that basket, haven't you, sister? A little white dog? That's my business. <laughs> Pod. Pod, come back here. Pod. Pod, eh? Just as I figured, you're Roy Earl's girlfriend. What are you doing here? Well, I got as far as Las Vegas when I heard the newsboys yelling that Roy had been captured. So I got another bus and came back. Yeah? Well, now, look here, sister. You can save yourself a lot of trouble and a lot of trouble all around. You tell your man to come down and surrender peaceably. We don't want to kill him if we don't have to. What do you think I am? Yell to him. Tell him he'd better put up his gun and come down. Do like I say now if you don't want him killed. All right. That's fine. Well, go ahead, go ahead. Yell. No. No, I won't. What's that? I won't. We'll kill him. Go ahead. He's got to die anyway. He'd rather it was this way. He's no coward. He's not afraid. You people never did understand him. He's clean and loyal. I'll bet he thinks more of his freedom than you do. He likes to see the sunrise in the morning and watch that moon at night just like all the rest of you. He's not an animal you can lock up in a cage. He couldn't stand going back to prison by nose. But go on, kill him. Kill him. <laughs> Okay, sister. Okay. We'll get him just as soon as he stands up. Earl! Come down. This is your last chance. Come and get me. There's plenty of you down there. I tell you, this is your last chance. That's what you say, copper. Where's that boot? I don't know. He was just hit. There he goes up the side of the mountain. Say, he must have heard Earl's voice. Quick, Ed, quick. This may be our chance. Signal Jim to get ready with that rifle. Boy, look at that mud travel up the mountain. What are you doing up here, fella? What? I... Well, I've got Marie. Where is she? Marie! Marie!
Thank you. Thank you, Humphrey Bogart and Ida Lupino, for your very fine performances in High Sierra. Oh, the pleasure was ours, Mr. Bradley. Everyone in Hollywood enjoys appearing on this series of broadcasts because we realize that the benefits go to the support of the Motion Picture Relief Fund Country House and Clinic. Now, before we tell you about next week's great show, here's a word from one of America's foremost beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Lupino. Lady, suppose when you wake tomorrow morning, you were to look in your mirror and discover that you suddenly looked much younger and lovelier. You'd be delighted, wouldn't you? Well, many a woman has had precisely that experience, so why shouldn't you? Change to Lady Esther face powder. Look in your mirror, and I miss my guess if you don't suddenly see a much lovelier, younger-looking face smiling back at you. The reason my Lady Esther face powder is so much more flattering to the skin than ordinary powders is the way it's made. It's not just the shades. Anybody can choose shades. But my shades are absolutely even and lifelike because they're blown in by my exclusive twin hurricane process instead of just mixing them in. And that's why the texture of Lady Esther face powder is so much smoother and more glamorous, why it clings so much longer. The first time you use my powder, you will see how people comment on your fresher, smoother, livelier look. And then you will know why more lovely women... Now use Lady Esther face powder than any other kind. Next week... The Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present a great surprise program. A radio version of Walt Disney's Snow White, starring Jane Powell, Billy Gilbert, and Edgar Bergen, with Charlie McCarthy and Mortimer Snurd. Be sure to listen. Humphrey Bogart is currently appearing in Passage to Marseille. Ida Lupino can now be seen in In Our Time, both Warner Brothers productions. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. To try Lady Esther for purpose face cream, just get the smallest size jar. Later, you can get the economical large jar and keep refilling the small one for convenience. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night, everyone.